0: Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that job trying to escape, this podcast
1: is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. This episode is brought to you by Bench Bookkeeping. If you're an entrepreneur, the last thing you want to mess with is bookkeeping, but it is a necessary evil in this world of entrepreneurship. Bench Bookkeeping relieve that huge burden for me and my business because Bench puts bookkeeping on autopilot. To check out Bench and get 1 month free of bookkeeping and take that task off your desk, go to slash All right, today we're talking with Shay Harms from Second Act Business Academy. Shay, thanks for being here. Looking forward to hearing your entrepreneurial success story. Before we get to talking about that and business and entrepreneurship, Take us back a little ways and tell us about your background.
0: Well, let's see. Uh, If you want to go back really far, when I was in college, I started off uh, studying entrepreneurship. That's where everything began for me. But for some reason, I ended up in this computer space. It just seemed like computers were my thing. (laughs) So I followed the computer journey as long as it's taken me so far, over 30 years of being a computer programmer and a tech lead, project manager and whatnot. And somewhere along the line, my true roots of being an entrepreneur kept calling me. It's like, you've got to have your own business. So, in the early 2010, 11, 2012, in that timeframe, I started off on a journey to figure out how do I have an online business. I talked to a few guys at work and they told me about doing drop shipping and that kind of got my interest up. Then I found WordPress and I thought, okay, I'm a computer programmer, I could build my own website. Or I could use this tool that will build my website for me. So I started learning all about WordPress and how to build websites. And then I went to my first conference, which was New Media Expo, and I heard all about podcasting. And I had just started to learn about podcasting a few months before that. John Lee Dumas had just came out with Entrepreneur on Fire a few months prior to going to that conference so myself, my husband, and two other guys were the first ones to ever attend a John Lee Dumas meetup, and so I got to know John from the get-go before he became the John you know as of today. Yeah. And um, so it was really cool. It really inspired me. You know, John pet me up, and my other friends pet me up, like you need to have your own podcast too. But the problem was, I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted an online business. That's all I knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I ended up coming back and I signed up for a course on how to launch a podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft, learned all the ins and outs, did everything the right way, launched my show and it was called Slender Safari and it was supposed to be about my personal journey to weight loss. And I ran that for a couple of years and had, you know, I got a lot of experience off of it. I got to learn how to interview. I met lots of interesting people. I talked to people that were in the weight loss industry or people that were, personal trainers or yoga teachers or people that lost a lot of weight. So it was a fun show to do, but to be honest, my heart really wasn't into it. I just picked a topic and started running with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, so, go ahead.
1: Sorry, I cut you off. Um, when were you at New Media Expo? Because uh, I'm, I'm actually John Lee Dumas-trained mm-hmm. podcaster, believe it or not, and I was at New Media Expo uh, for the first couple of years there, so it might have been, been there at the same time.
0: Oh that's awesome. I was there in 2000, I think it was 13, it was in January and I think we went back in 2014 or maybe it's 2012 and 2013. I always get the two years mixed up, but it yeah. was a couple of years in there, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I was definitely at the at the 2013 event if I remember right. Was was it in Vegas? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I was I was at the one in Las Vegas, so we were probably oh, there cool. together, yeah
0: yeah yeah. John had a meetup and most people didn't know about it I reached out to him because he had just launched the show he was like six weeks in or so and I was like hey are you doing a meetup and he goes yeah I am
1: <laughs> oh yeah um, yeah I remember him talking about that um, he he had he had just launched his show or he's just getting ready to launch his show and he went to that first event and was just collecting as many business cards and as many interviews as he you know creating his interview list from the uh, from the first new media expo mm-hmm yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's definitely still going strong.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Many, I guess many of us, are, we were hoping our podcast would rise to the fame and fortune of, of John Lee Dumas, but didn't quite get there.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's always hope we can still try. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so had you been, li- had you listened to lots of podcasts, uh, leading up to this, um, obviously you had to know something about podcasting before you were looking to start your own.
0: I only listened to a few because I was—I found a podcast that was actually a 5K, like couch to 5K podcast, and all it was was music. And I found that by flipping through on my old uh, whatever they were called, uh, not the iPhones, but before that, whatever those players were called. And I was using that, and I was like, oh, what's this thing? What's a podcast? And I found this, and I found a couple of other things like uh, a religious-type show that I was listening to for a little while. And I didn't really understand what a podcast was about. I just found something to listen to, and it passed the time, especially because I was commuting back and forth to Overland Park, Kansas, from where I live up in northeast Kansas. So I had a two-hour drive, and I needed something to fill that time besides just music. And so I only found a couple of shows, and after listening to one or two, you'd hear them talk about somebody else like – I was listening to one show, and they said uh, talked about Pat Flynn with Smart Passive Income. I'm like, okay, well, who's Pat Flynn? And so then I started listening to his show, and then he would talk about somebody, and I start listening to that show. So I had only listened to maybe three or four podcasts before I went to New Media Expo, and because they were having a good track about podcasting at New Media Expo, that's where I really got on the bandwagon.
1: Yeah, and so... So to walk us through what you learned about podcasting when you, when you first started, when you started your first podcast, I think you've had several up to this point in, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the the good, the bad and the ugly about starting your own podcast and how that went for you early on. (laughs)
0: Well, luckily, I had really good training with Cliff Ravenscraft. He used to be the podcast answer man, but I don't think he goes by that anymore. He had a great training course. I think it was four weeks long, but it was enough to make sure that you got your podcast launched if you followed the plan every single week. And I did that. And there were things that I didn't know what to listen for doing edits. I probably still don't know what to listen for, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I found in the beginning, especially, it took forever to edit a show. That was probably one of the biggest surprises to me. I enjoyed the interviews. I enjoyed talking to people. The recording was easy. But then when you actually try to put in some music for your intros and your outros, and if you want to add any more music throughout your show, which I've tried to play with some, and then you know sometimes there might be a problem with the audio recording, especially with Skype. Sometimes the audio can drop a little bit. Ah, uh, you—it just surprised me how long it took to do all that editing at the back end of it.
1: Oh yeah, and then of course, the more you do it, the better you get. And I'm a, a Adobe Audition guy myself, and it it does so much more than just doing the basic stuff. But you got to figure out how to where all that stuff's at, and the buttons and the techniques and everything. But I used to do all of my own audio uh, editing in the beginning, but I've tried to pawn as much stuff off as I can, you know, over the years uh, to free myself up for the good stuff, you know, which is actually doing the interview. So, um, right. so, so tell us about what you're doing, what you're doing now with second, second act business Academy. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So I took all these years, you know, that was, like I said, started in early 2013 and up through now of learning how to create websites, how to launch podcasts, how to edit videos. And I thought, you know, with my technical background, I probably should be teaching something about tech. So what I found is I was attracting clients that were closer to my age. So I call it the empty nest phase, but it doesn't really mean you're empty nester. It's basically people that have decided that they want to do something different in their life. They want to leave corporate. They want to leave their nursing careers. They want to just change directions altogether. And they want to find some online business they can call their own. But tech has them freaked out. They think, I'm not a techie. I've had clients tell me that they are literally afraid that they're going to break the internet if they publish their post or update a plugin inside of WordPress. (laughs) So what I try to do is calm their fears and say, okay, look, you're not going to break the internet. Let me show you step-by-step how you can create your WordPress site, for instance. And I answer all those little questions that You know, YouTube videos are great. You can learn a lot through YouTube videos, but you don't get a chance to ask questions when something just doesn't quite work the way you expect something to work. Like if the theme just doesn't respond correctly or a plugin gives you a funny error message on WordPress. So that's what I do now is I help people that run into problems like that. And I also help people with permission that they're doing the right thing. Because that's the other thing I found with clients is, They're not sure if they should continue with the path that they've started. Maybe they have a passion. They've started building a website presence with it, but they're not really sure, how do I monetize this now? Should I do this? Should I do that? And it's like, you know what to do. You're already telling me what you need to do. You just need that permission to say, yes, go do it. So that's kind of where Second Act Business Academy is now.
1: I got audited by the IRS. Yep. For the first time ever, I got audited. Matter of fact, it's still ongoing for the year 2016. At first, I was real concerned about my books and all the information that was required by the CPA to get through this audit. Then I remembered I'd started bench bookkeeping a while back. I frantically went into my bench account using the bench app on my phone to see if I'd started using bench before 2016. Huge relief. I'd actually started in 2016, but I'd had bench go backwards to the beginning of the year So everything was covered when we were able to immediately provide all the required information to our CPA. He was very impressed with our bookkeeping organization and our records. I just smiled and thought, well, it's not really that I'm very organized or anything. It's because I have bench. (laughs) That's why. So with bench, even an audit from the IRS became no big deal. I will never be without bench. I believe that once you try bench, you won't ever be without them either. So right now, you can get one free month of Bench and see for yourself how great they are. Go to VeteranOnTheMove.com slash Bench. Check them out there. Sign up. Use them for a month. You'll become a believer. You don't even have to enter a credit card number or anything like that. Just use them for a month, and I, I guarantee you, you won't want to be without them. Hey, back talking with Shay Harms from Second Act Business Academy. Shea, before the break... Uh, you were talking mostly WordPress and coaching people through WordPress. And yeah, I, I was chuckling inside when you mentioned um, when a certain theme isn't responding the way you way you expected it to. I don't know how many themes I've bought for different websites, and I buy the theme because I want my website to look like that. And I upload the theme, and my website doesn't look anything <laughs> like that. It's like so it's so deceptive. Like, oh, buy this theme because it's great, and your website can look like this. And you and the, you buy the theme, and you realize. That's really just the beginning yes <laughs> I, uh, you know I mean so how often have you been coaching people through some of this stuff and they real they start to come to realize you know what I really don't want to learn this uh, how about I just pay you and have you do it for me <laughs>
0: That is so funny you say that. So I started down this path a couple of years ago, and I started off doing a a seven-day challenge on how to create your own website. And that generated some great feedback and comments from the people that were going through the videos. But I did get some clients off of that because they finally just said, you know what? This is great, but I really don't want to learn this. I would rather just pay you. Would you please just build me a website? (laughs) So I did. Yeah, it was another source of income for me to kind of do a little bit of freelance work.
1: You think you're in the coaching business and all of a sudden you're in the website building business because nobody (laughs) wants to do it themselves. (laughs)
0: And that's understandable because there are so many, I mean, thousands and thousands of themes out there on the internet. And most of them, like you said, you try to go install them and it's like, well, this doesn't work. And if you even use the WordPress uh, repository of all their themes and you see this beautiful picture and you say, yes, that's what I want to install. I want my site to look like that. And all of a sudden you install it and all it's done is changed a few fonts. And you know, you're like, wait a minute, where's all those pictures and where's that fancy layout?
1: (laughs) I know it's, it's like endless. And And that's what starts happening when, and when you want to become an entrepreneur and you want to just start some kind of online business, whatever it may be. Like, well, I just need to get a website. Okay, so I quickly learn WordPress, and it just seems like next thing you know, you're bogged down in trying to put up a website, and you've totally lost touch with the real, you know, what your business really is or what you want your business to be. Because your business is not, you know, learn how to stand up a WordPress website, but all of a sudden you're spending days or weeks doing nothing but trying to get a website up and running and you're not really actually running your business.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's the one thing that as I'm trying to build out my membership academy right now, I'm actually going to be teaching the basics on how to use the newer features like page builders. And there's several page builders out there that are really good. I've used Beaver Builder. Currently, I'm using Elementor. There's Brizzy is a new one that is just on the market. And I really think it may surpass the other page builders that are out there. And the nice thing about these different tools that I'm using is a lot of times they come with not only a theme, but a a layout that all you have to do is import it. And it imports with all those images and all the layouts. And so now you can get a website created in literally a few hours, as long as you sit down first and plan out what you want your website to have on it. Like what pages do you want and how do you want things positioned? And if you come up with a plan and then have one of these templates that you just import, now it's a lot faster to just start editing everything. And that's what I'm trying to teach in my academy.
1: I don't believe that it's that easy. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've been through it too many times.
0: (laughs) I love the page builders. They are simplifying it. And it's come a long way since when I started just six years. Well, I think my first WordPress site I built in 2010. So in those nine years, WordPress has really come a long way.
1: I mean, even with like Shopify, you know, my wife and I have stood up a couple of Shopify sites for some of our Amazon products. And it's like, Oh yeah, you know Shopify, you know, you'd be up and running overnight. No, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and I, I consider myself a fairly tech savvy kind of person, but you know I'm 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 older, but I've always been into tech and everything else, so I've kept up with it. But mm-hmm. it's it's never easy, and it never comes out looking like you really want it to if you're doing it yourself. I, it just it's it's just difficult.
0: It is, and especially if you don't have any design background. Because if you don't know how to, like, put colors together or you don't realize that you shouldn't have 10 fonts on a page, you should probably have, like, two fonts, for instance. If you don't know those kind of things, then your site's not going to look good no matter what page builder or what theme you install.
1: Yeah. Um, but I've talked with a number of people over the years that had the same experience that you've had where they they thought they were in the business of, you know, teaching somebody something. And next thing you know, they're in the business is just doing it for people instead of teaching them because <laughs> people, at some point you realize I can't, I can't go through business and just learn how to do everything myself. It's just not going to happen.
0: And that's why I'm hoping my academy is going to be a little bit different than a lot of the online courses that you can purchase right now. You go out there, you find a course, you get signed up, and then they just kind of leave you like, have fun, good luck, where I'm trying to do a do it with you program so that I'm teaching you the skills you need but you can ask questions along the way. And if you're moving on to the next phase of your business outside of WordPress, maybe now you need to set up an email service provider like ConvertKit or GetResponse. And you're like, I don't know how to begin with this process. Well, then that's when I can come in, start creating videos for you. And again, I'm going back to doing it with you. So you're not just out there on your own wishing somebody would help you. I'm actually trying to hold your hand and help you get everything accomplished.
1: Yeah, I I understand that the completion rate or the success rate of online courses, you know, people just get barely through, a, you know, I've bought a number of them myself and I had to say it's about the same. It's <laughs> you, you get part of the way through it and you realize you either lose interest or you realize it's just way too much to learn um, mm-hmm. or time or whatever it may be. And you, you a lot of times you don't even finish in the course.
0: Right. Oh gosh. I've spent thousands of dollars on online courses. So I totally relate
1: yeah so with with the, uh, the Secnec Business Academy, uh, go into a little more detail exactly, like if someone happens to buy a course with you or a training course, how is it, how you know go into more detail how different it is, whether we just watch in videos or how interactive with with you are we?
0: Well, instead of being just a course, it's actually a membership. So it's a recurring subscription. And I actually have two plans. So one plan is you could buy it at a, a lower price, and that gives you access to just the videos and just the Q&A calls that I do every month. But the more hand-holding, it's more like kind of a group coaching session, actually, but the more handholding part is where I actually, you contact me and say, look, I'm really stuck with this. Can you explain how I do this? And I can create quick videos on how to do certain parts of the process and send back to the, the person who has the question. So again, it's really a lot more of interaction between me and the person I'm working with instead of just, here's your course and let it go. I'm starting off with WordPress because I feel like a lot of people just want to get a website up. They want to know, how do I get my business online? How do I sell my products and services? So that's where I'm starting And I'm trying to go into more detail than things that you probably find on YouTube. I'm sure everything I cover can be found on YouTube, but you have to go search for everything. And I'm trying to put it in a progression and talk, you know, in normal speak. I learned... When I've been a techie my entire life, but I learned most everything on my own. So I didn't necessarily learn the right terminology for everything that I do. I just know how to make it work. <laughs> so that's the bottom line.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, being, if, if it's relatable, um, you can relate to the problems that, you know, whoever's in your course, you know, whoever, the problems that they're having because you've been through it yourself. Mm-hmm. And whether they ask you a question on an online webinar, or if they send you an email and say, I'm stuck here, you know, if you can create a quick screen loom video Mm -hmm. or something like that to, uh, answer the question. Cause sometimes when you're stuck on a, on a specific thing, you just need the answer to that right now. You don't need a whole course.
0: Exactly. Yes. And that's what I've done for my clients on a one-on-one basis. But now I want to take it more to a group membership level because I want to help more people with that. I know how frustrating that is when you get stuck and you spend hours maybe days trying to figure out how do I get to the next step? Why isn't this thing working? I ran into a problem this weekend when I was recording my videos. I was going to teach with one particular theme using the Elementor page builder. And it's a theme I've used to work with some of my other websites. But for some reason, this weekend, their import functionality to import the template was not working. And I finally decided, you know what, I don't want to have this problem in the future for one of my clients. So I'm just not even going to use this theme. I'm going to go back to the basics. I'm going to show somebody how to do it from a plain page how to drag and drop the different elements and how to customize the page instead of relying on a theme or a template because tech is tech. You know, things just break. It happens to everybody. It's not just me. (laughs) It happens to everybody. And you just have to either have a lot of patience and work yourself through it or find somebody that has the expertise that can say, hey, look, I've had this happen before. I can create you a quick two to five minute long video. Here you go. Well, let's move forward.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a daily it's a daily frustration with trying to do sometimes you're, you're just trying to do one simple basic thing and you sit down and it's something that should have been less than five minutes. All of a sudden you're an hour and a half into it and you still haven't got the one little thing you tried to do. (laughs) I mean, it happens all the time. It's just, it gets to the point where, you know, when something comes up, like, Oh, I got to go do that one thing. It's just, I I loathe having to go do it because I'm just expecting something to to go wrong and it's going to be more complicated than it really has to be.
0: Tech happens. <laughs>
1: I know. And, and, you know, and I love tech. And I like I said, I, I feel like I'm fairly tech savvy, but things never seem to quite work um, the way you want them to. So, I, yeah. matter of fact, I got one for you. Uh, Google or Gmail templates or canned responses. Have you used mm-hmm. those?
0: I, I looked at them several years ago, but I haven't done anything with them recently. I just end up sending out my own emails.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you can you can have a canned response to certain things and and have it whatever in the email. And every time you get a certain email, you just open it up and go, "Can res- send this response," and boom, it sends it. Same mm-hmm. response to the same problem every time. And so I thought, oh yeah, that's great. I'm going to use a canned response. And I go in, I get all set, but my canned response I needed to send them attachments that's my canned response. Oh. After playing with it for 20 30 minutes, I came to the conclusion that canned responses must not work with attachments. Oh no. <laughs> and the the only, you know, the only response was I needed I need to re- cuz I need an email that responds where I can have like three attachments in it. That's mm-hmm. that's the information I need to give people in this canned response. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, a long-winded email. I just need to, they just need to see the attachments. But it doesn't work right. for you know, it doesn't work for attachments. So.
0: <laughs> so then you have to either punt or go find another product. Maybe that will do the same thing for you, right? And then you spend more time.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, I just gave up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I We've totally understand. Moved
1: on to the next frustrating thing. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so once somebody has their website up and running, you're working with them, what, what are some of the other things that, what are some of the next obstacles or next things that typic, the typical online business owner needs to get into place?
0: Usually it has to do more with, okay, now that I have a website, now what? Well, you have to have a product if you're going to try to sell something and actually have a business. So I can give them suggestions on ideas. Maybe they already have an idea for an ebook that they want to sell as a digital product. Or maybe they actually know they want to teach and they want to do their own video course, but they don't know how to handle the video editing. And luckily, I do have background in both a Mac and a PC. So I have my own references of tools that I like to use for both. And that's something that I can help them with as well. So if they're on a PC, I can tell them like which software I recommend or if they're on a Mac, I'll say, go get ScreenFlow, install that, start recording your videos. And the other thing is, I always like to know how do people want to have content on their site? Do they want to be a podcaster? Do they want to be a YouTuber? Do they want to be a blogger? And if they want to be a podcaster, I can actually take them through the steps of getting their podcast set up and getting it set up into uh, hosted on Libsyn or hosted in Buzzsprout. And, you know, just taking that entire process, how to get into iTunes, how to get into all the other podcast players. And, once they know what their content channel is going to be, you know, help them be consistent with that so they can keep getting that content out every single week. And then how do you set up an email provider? Because now that you got content, people are going to start finding you. Now you have to have a way to capture... Who's listening? You know, find your audience, whether that they're reading your blog or watching your YouTube channel. So get them back into an email service provider. Well, now my client's going, well, what's that? How do I capture a lead? So I have to break that down for them, show them how they can use Canva to create a great looking lead magnet, and then find the email service provider that's right for them. And then help them get that set up. And earlier this year, I'd helped one of my clients with MailChimp. And it was so frustrating for me because I created all these videos. She got everything set up. And I was ready to take these MailChimp videos and just put them out there on my my membership academy. And literally the next week, MailChimp just went and changed everything. And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) So that's the challenge with tech. It's always changing, always.
1: Yeah, Adobe Audition comes out with a new update, and it happens in the middle of the night, and I don't even know what happens, and I'm getting ready to do a podcast interview, and I I open up my Audition, and all my settings and everything have changed because of the update. Like, how can you guys do an update that totally changes my settings? And, of course, I (laughs) I don't mess with my settings, but once every six, nine months, so I've totally forgotten how to redo it. And I've actually I've actually dropped interviews because of that scenario. <laughs> yeah. So, if somebody's if somebody wants to sell physical products, you know, I mentioned we're Amazon sellers. What's your opinion ver- Shopify versus WordPress?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I have one client that is using Shopify today and the biggest problem for her is she wants to add podcasts to it. And what I mentioned to her is for Shopify to add a podcast, it doesn't have the freedom and flexibility that having a WordPress site would. So on the flip side, I have another client that's using WooCommerce to sell products on her WordPress site. And that seems to have worked really great. She already had the WordPress site set up first, mm-hmm. so it made sense just to add up the plugins that allows her to sell her products. So I think it a lot of it just depends on what, what came first, the chicken or the egg, you know, did you have a WordPress site set up with your, all your identity really associated with WordPress, then I would say, go ahead and install the plugin. But if you're somebody that really just wants to focus on having like a drop shipping store, then I would say probably use Shopify because it's a, from what I understand, I have not created my own site there, but from what I understand, it's pretty quick to set up a site there and it handles its job well, which is selling products.
1: Yes, and there's several people I've talked to that have pretty much the same opinion. They're like, "Well, if you really want to do a really good e-commerce site, well, you got to do, uh, you got to put it on WordPress because you get so much more flexibility and programming mm-hmm. availability. Whereas Shopify kind of, because when things are real simple, they have to kind of lock you in to only doing certain things. So it's kind of a give and take." Um, right. You mentioned uh, was it WooCommerce that yes. you, somebody uses? What is that?
0: WooCommerce is a plugin that allows you to set up your own store inside of WordPress. And if you search for Woo if you search for WooCommerce, you're going to find tons of plugins that work with WooCommerce. You're going to find themes that are specially designed for WooCommerce. It's just a, and it's a free plugin as well. So it's a really popular one for anybody who wants to set up their own online store.
1: Yeah, and, and you actually get more capability and, and flexibility than you would on a Shopify site.
0: Well, you would because you have your WordPress site, which allows you to install whatever plugins you need in order to make your site flexible.
1: Huh. Yeah, I have to look at that because you know, we're still working on whether you know, want to do Shopify or you know WordPress. And you know, Shopify mm-hmm. charges you a monthly fee uh, every right. month, and you can probably get into a WordPress site and uh, having plugins and everything for a whole lot cheaper. Right. Um, but you're going to have to do more work or know what you're doing. Yes.
0: Or hire somebody to do it for you. That's right.
1: Yeah. So, um, so Shay, we're getting close to the end of our time. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us specifically about Second Act Business Academy, where we would go, uh, cost, if you want to go over that and what somebody who, who the course is right for.
0: So the course is going to be right for somebody who is really not tech savvy and they just feel like tech is just a burden. (laughs) So if they're looking for somebody that can teach them the basics and they just want a chance to do the Q&A calls that are gonna be live, then they can get on, on the subscription level that's a monthly recurring for $49 a month. If they want somebody that's gonna be giving them a little bit more hand-holding and actually saying, look, I will create new videos for you and I'm going to do this process with you so you're not out on your own. I'm actually just launching this academy, so the beta price is gonna start off at 299 dollars a month for the do it with you, but that price will be going up later to $4.99 a month because that is more of a group coaching call. You're actually getting my time one-on-one with you to to make you or to help you go forward, and that can be found at SecondActBusinessAcademy.com. Really long domain name there, <laughs> and uh, I have a podcast also called Second Act Business Academy, and soon to be launching a YouTube channel to go along with all this, so that I can show more of how to do a lot of this tech stuff um, for free, so people can see more about how I teach and how I work.
1: Awesome. Well, Shay, I look forward to your future success, and it sounds like a, a great program and a great course. I'll have to check it out, and uh, appreciate you sharing your story with us.
0: Well, thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun.
1: You bet. All right, we're out. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.